Hi, and welcome back to Marin's Money Talk Podcast, Episode 2. I hope your week is going well. In the last episode, we spoke about stock investing and we have had many people came to ask about how different is Sharia stock investing and what constitutes to a Sharia compliant stock. And people tend to refrain from investing when they do not have enough information to act on. So with that, I have the pleasure of having Zaki, one of our co-founders of Marion, joining us today along with Andrew and John to discuss the difference between stock investing and Sharia stock investing, and also to understand what it means to be a Sharia compliant stock. Also, we will explore how easy it is to build a Sharia compliant portfolio. So let me first introduce you to Zaki. Hello, Zaki. Hi, hi Evelyn. Hi, and hello John and hello Andrew. Hi, hello. Uh, thanks for having us again. Hi Evelyn. Thanks for having you guys. Yeah. All right. So Zaki, can you please tell us a bit about yourself and do you do stock trading or investing? If so, when did you first start? Hi. I'm the CTO and co-founder of Marion. I've been investing ever since I started working. That'll be approximately about 15 years. So yeah, since then I've been starting. Wow, it's been a while. That's great. So do you invest in Bursa Malaysia foreign stocks? I mainly invest in Bursa Malaysia, mainly because uh, as a Muslim, I prefer to invest in Sharia compliant stocks. So if I were to invest in foreign stocks, uh, it's a bit difficult because I would have to do my own due diligence to identify whether they are Sharia compliant or not, because uh, foreign, foreign companies or foreign stocks, normally they are not regulated or governed by any uh, Sharia, Sharia laws. So it's different in Malaysia. In Bursa, Malaysia, we do have Sharia, they do have a clear cut Sharia compliant stocks, which they do have a guideline and law that, that, that uh, these stocks should follow to be considered Sharia compliant. In Malaysia, I mean, Bursa Malaysia, it's about 79% of them are Sharia compliant. So it's much easier for me to pick and invest stocks in Bursa Malaysia. That's cool. Great to know that. So um, in other words, so when, you got, when, when our Muslim um, brothers and sisters built a portfolio, they would have to pick stocks very, very carefully to make sure that you know, those stocks are Sharia compliant. Um, is my understanding right, Zaki? Yes, yes. As, as, a, as a Muslim, you have to be careful with where you put your money or how you earn your money. Yeah, so that's true. Awesome. So that's a very good information for me. And I learned something new. That's great. So Saki, can, can you please explain to us what is a Sharia compliant stock and how different is a Sharia compliant stock to a non-Sharia compliant stock? Okay, when you say Sharia compliant stocks, right? So it's like basically stocks which are government governed by the requirements of the Sharia law and principles of Islamic religion. So these kind of uh, funds are they do have certain thresholds. For example, you cannot have the elements of uh, gambling, alcohol, or uh, uncertainty. Or in Arabic, they call it garar, or even riba, which is interest. So sometimes. These, these things, uh, how to say, 
uh, there are, there's this Islamic councils or Sharia, Sharia councils that sets these guidelines and so forth. Uh, they do have some minimum guidelines for them to follow to be considered as Sharia compliant. That's very, very interesting. And in fact, you um, brought on a very interesting point um, in, in your previous um, answers where you mentioned about, you know, most stocks in, in Bursa, Malaysia, at least 79% are Sharia compliant. So is it hard to actually find and pick a Sharia compliant stock? And also where can people actually check if uh, a stock is actually Sharia compliant? Okay, to check a Sharia compliant stock, whether a stock uh, adheres to this Sharia requirement or not, this, this thing, if you have to do on your own, is a bit tedious. But fortunately for us in Malaysia, uh, this list is available from the Security Commission's website. They update this list twice a year. It's a PDF everyone can download. So they do list out all the Sharia compliant stocks as well as those newly added ones. Right, so we can have a look from there and make our choices. Okay. Right. It sounds like, um, you know, if we were to do it ourselves and, and to look at um, and identify um, which are the Sharia stocks that uh, one should invest in, it will probably take us quite a fair bit of time. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, to say Sharia compliant, it's not as easy as just saying the company shouldn't be investing in alcohol mm. or it's not in pork. It's, it's a bit more than that. Mm. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, companies can't run away from banking institution that uh, charges interest. So there are some thresholds that's, that's allowed and there's this, uh, what do you call it, uh, certain elements that is uh, allowed there. So all this uh, for a layman is a bit difficult to, to comprehend. So that's why we have scholars who help us to set this and go through these stocks and screen it for us. Sure. Yep, that's very, very interesting indeed. And thanks so much for all this information. It's really um, very helpful for us in understanding, you know, a, a Sharia compliance stock and, you know, the importance of it um, to uh, Muslim brothers and sisters in building uh, a Sharia compliant portfolio. Saki and Andrew, given that now um, we have heard about the importance of Sharia compliant portfolios, um, to our fellow Muslim brothers and sisters, can you both walk through how Marian could actually help our users in first identifying Sharia compliance stocks and also how they could utilize our Marian app to inform their investment decision-making process? So Zaki? Yeah, as for Marian, we do have a built-in Sharia screener. So which means to say when you search for a Sharia uh, when you search for a stock, you can actually turn on the Sharia screen or filter, which only gives you Sharia compliant stocks. So all this is so simplified. You don't even have to go to, uh, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you don't have to download the PDF. You don't have to go through one by one just to see whether this stock is compliant or not. All these are cross-checked and cross-referenced. All you have to do is just search for it. it if it appears, you just invest in it. That's great. And, and Andrew, would you like to also add on? Yeah, uh, I, yeah I would also like to add to what Zaki had said. So um, based on our informal sort of chat and discussions with users who are using other brokerage platforms, um, one of the pain points that they have is it, it is hard for them to keep track of the Sharia compliant status of their stock holdings. So for example, it, it is possible that a Sharia compliance stock that you buy today 
may not necessarily be shower compliant after a period of time, um, let's say one year later. And, and this can be due to many reasons. Perhaps uh, there was a change in the company's direction. Uh, there was a different method in terms of their operations or, or even collaboration with um, new business partners. So with most brokerage platforms in the market, it, it is very likely that the customer will need to manually assess the shareware compliance status of their stock holdings from time to time. But let's face it, right? Um, with so many things going on in our lives, nobody has the time to sit down and do this. Uh, with the Marin app, this process is done automatically for our users. So whenever a stock that they hold has a change in its uh, shareware compliance status, Marin will send notifications to our users. And based on this up-to-date information, our users can then choose uh, whether to sell the stock and keep their investments Sharia compliant. So our users can save time and effort and don't have to worry about their portfolio not being Sharia compliant. This is indeed a very helpful um, one to uh, our users who are looking to build a Sharia compliant portfolio. Well, um, do you guys have other closing thoughts that you would like to impart to our listeners? Perhaps maybe a quick tips on, you know, investing, especially now that the market has gone really volatile. Yeah, I'll tell our young listeners, especially our Muslim brothers and sisters, start investing at early age, you know, probably once you have some savings probably a year after you start working, or at least learn how to trade using platform simulators. Uh, sorry, simulator platforms, like uh, in Marion, we do have that, right? So with all these modern apps, Marion, okay, all these informations are at fingertips, especially when you want to build a Sharia compliant portfolio, it's very easy, it's very quick. So you don't have to wait, start investing early, start investing young. That's a very, very good tip, Zaki. So John, do you have any tips for our listeners? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, mean, I think that uh, at Marion, we believe in inclusivity and our approach to include useful features like the Shara compliant uh, portfolio builder and screeners uh, as, uh, as, as the right step in the right direction uh, as an inclusive well-building tool for all Malaysians. Now you, as our listener, have a chance to make your voices heard you know, by choosing, well, at the risk of self-promoting, um, an inclusive technology solution like Marion's for your choice of investing experience. That's a very good one, John. Right, Andrew, do you have any tips for our listeners? Uh, probably just a quick one. Um, my quick tip is just really simple. Buy what you believe in and always think long-term when considering the stocks that you want to buy. That's awesome. Those are really, really insightful tips. Just before we end today's episode, I want to share a little story with you guys about what happened to me on Tuesday morning. So when I woke up and saw the market returns on the news, I was in absolute shock when I saw a sea of red. While the US market went on a very interesting ride the night before, with Dow Jones slumping 1,100 points. And on the same day, it recovered to positive territory just before closing. And it all happened in the same day. This is a very, very classic example of market volatility. And similarly to our Malaysian market, the KLCI also fell on the same day by 12.95 points. With all these uncertainties, the 
um, brewing, a few of my friends and I actually had a water cooler chat just to discuss if we should sell off our stock positions or if we should actually hold on to our positions given that we are quite unsure of what's going to happen next. And to be honest, at that point, I was secretly wishing and hoping that I would have Marion at hand at that point because it would provide me with all the information I need to make an informed investment decision. Whether is it to sell or to hold or you know to buy a particular stock through our sentiment analyzer and aggregated analyst consensus because then I would know what the experts are recommending for that particular stock. And in fact, with the impending rate hikes and uncertainties and a potential market downturn, a lot of people are getting nervous and, you know, getting anxious about what's going to happen next and what to do next. But there is a particular quote that's very, very close to my heart. And it is from Warren Buffett. And it actually follows with me throughout my investing journey, where he mentioned, be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when others are fearful. So today I impart this quote to you and hoping that it would leave you with something to think about in this volatile market. Well, thanks for tuning in today and I hope you, you find today's episode useful in your investing journey. If you would like to know more about Marion, please visit our website at marion.asia. Also, don't forget to sign up to our waitlist to send a chance to win an iPhone 13. If you have any topics that you would like us to cover in our future episodes, please write to us at hello at marion.asia. We welcome any suggestions of topics and also feedback. Well, given with the, the volatility and also the uncertainties that's currently happening in our equities market, we will be discussing the importance of diversification in portfolio construction in our next episode. So, stay tuned to learn more.